Oh God, we're a hot mess today. This is gonna be great. It's great. We're always a hot mess. I, I don't know what to tell you. I feel like that's when we're. <laughs> I was gonna say that's when we're our, our best. Our default mode. Obviously is not. <laughs> no, it's not when we're at our best, but it is our default mode. All right. Hello, our dear friends and listeners. This is a podcast that wastes your time, just like every other podcast. <laughs> I am a bottle of Verner's that you drink when you're feeling sick. And this is my friend, the hand that you hold up as a map to show people where you live, Sarah. Oh, Michigander uh, things. I thought you were going to say I was a saltine cracker, and I was like, that's accurate. <laughs> no, it wasn't sick. It was uh, this uh, episode takes place in uh, Michigan somewhere, I believe. So I decided to do Michigan-based intro, yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm so stupid. All right. <laughs> All right, Sarah. What are what what are what are we what are we doing? What do we do? I don't know what we're doing, but what we're watching Ooh. is. <laughs> I was trying to make it funny, and it didn't work. Um, we're watching episode 14 of season one called Nightmare, and according to the summary, Sam has a premonition in which a man is killed. But the murder is made to look like a suicide. Dun, dun, dun. I do remember this one, by the way. Uh, That's because this one is good, as opposed to the one we watched last week, which was... We don't talk about that. We wasted enough of our lives on that episode. Never again. (laughs) Oh, God. That was so funny. Our our episode was just us reiterating how bad it was over and over again. I love it. talking about how much we hated it. (laughs) Oh, Sarah. All right. So this episode, yeah. uh, the original air date was February 7th, 2006. The director was uh, Phil Sagrisha, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Yeah, writer, Sarah Campbell. Oh. And, uh, I've written Rayelle Tucker. That may be Rachel. And I just wrote it down wrong. R. Tucker. Why don't we? Somebody Tucker. (laughs) <laughs> and the uh, IMDb score for this uh, episode was 8.3, so pretty good. Much better than what we had going on last, last week. Time. Oh, God. Last week was hard. I feel like this is going to be, this is going to go much better. <laughs> Just in general for our, for our sanity this week. Sure. <laughs> for everyone listening, I just want you to know that we're filming this, uh, that we've sprung forward. We've done the stupid fucking time change that needs to die. So um, we didn't sleep. Neither of us apparently slept very well last night. Apparently. Uh, independently of each other. Um, and we're just... We're just going to try our best to hold this together. But I just need that disclaimer in there. There that, are no promises to be made in that regard. Yeah. I cannot guarantee that this will make any sense. We're already like super slap happy. Okay, I'm at. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's watch this. Let's do this. What? What's your timestamp? Forty what? Minutes. Okay, I'm at. I'm at. <laughs> Stop it. I'm at forty. <laughs> we haven't even begun, Kylie. You can't do this. Dude, I spent all yesterday writing a fucking woods-based sex scene. Well, that is a you problem and not a me problem. I spent all day hurting my back so that I could cook something nutritious to have. Again, that is a you problem. I made pizza. Like, let's see what I got the volume on today. I was watching um, Dylan is in Trouble. No, he's so stupid. I love him so much. Like, I'll turn on his Twilight. Uh, Did you watch him do Supernatural? Yes, I sent it to you. Oh. oh. <laughs> I forgot. I prob- I like, probably I probably forgot because I would have found it on my own anyway, but. Because I was like, you got to watch this because he feels the same way everyone feels and he watched the first and the last episode. He 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 voiced all of my problems and concerns perfectly, and I, the problem is that I've spent 15 years on this. He spent like two hours. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an old ass car. 
Even for 2006. Well, yeah, it's I when I first saw the card on the screen, I actually thought it was the Impala for a second. This is why you always need a multi-tool in your car so you can break open the windows. Do you have a thing that can break open your windows? Yeah. I've Wait, got a go back to that long shot. Is he in a convertible? No. Like a like a. Oh soft no, one. it's not. That's sorry. That looks like a convertible top. To be honest, like punch through the roof, dumbass. Yeah. You got a soft top. Punch All right. Roof. I guess you're not as stupid as I thought. That was also getting back to psychic Sam. Oh my god, I just saw a gift set of this on my Tumblr. Why is he so sweaty? Was he crying? Watch Dean. Every motion Dean makes right there is adorable. (laughs) He looks like a five-year-old that just got woke up. Like, "Mm." I mean, same. (laughs) What are these transitions? That was, I don't know. It's very dynamic. It's different for the show, though. Yeah, it's very different. Like, the guy can't hear you on the other end of the phone. Stop. He's probably on hold. Oh, one time I was trying to get information, and I had been tossed to his several lines. And the woman was like, can I put you on hold for a second? I was like, yeah. And I took the phone, like, put it down so the receiver was under my chin, and I was complaining to my coworker. I was like, yes, please put me on hold again. And all of a sudden I hear, ma'am. And I was like, oh, no. Also, that is not what Michigan police cars look like at all i never although this is saginaw i never saw police cars in saginaw but i've also never seen yeah, michigan police cars with a huge american flag on the back i want you to know that police cars in saginaw look exactly like police cars in every other town everywhere else <laughs> good to know i forgot aunt zelda's in this i almost said in this movie in this episode oh, is that aunt zelda yeah they were also yeah, both in the new... They showed up in the new Sabrina, and I was like, you know what? Aunt Zelda can still get it. I was literally about to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, it was Rael. Did you see it? It was Rael. I did write yeah. it down quickly. But, you know, with me and how my brain's working, you never know. <laughs> it's more with me and my handwriting. I don't know why it's always funny when they actually say the word Supernatural. All I could think of is um, Cinema Sins. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they go roll credits whenever you hear the title. That's what I think every single time. Oh, is this the episode? Oh, this is the episode where they dress up as priests. Mm. Dean dressed as a priest. There's a kink I didn't know I had. My deep-seated Catholicism cannot cross that line. I mean... As a Catholic person, are you just letting some random priests into your house? I can only say from the experience of my community, it would be the pastor from your church. It would not be two random people, you know, just come in from the diocese to say, hey, you guys cool. And I'm going to say that, especially since this is taking place in Saginaw, that, that this <laughs> Town would not be dissimilar to yours. <laughs> yes, I would assume that it would not be two new priests coming to except, check out you. Except with much more crime, because Saginaw is one of the worst crime cities in the United States. The more you know. <laughs> we had, like, four out of the top five. It was, like, Detroit, Flint, Saginaw, and some place, on like, over by Holland. Yep. Way to, way to go, Michigan. Way to go. Also, because the church sees suicide as a sin, they probably wouldn't even send anyone over. Oh, shit, yeah. I didn't think about that. God, Sam's hair. Mm. They tried to, like, smooth it down or some shit, and it's just... It didn't work. Not working. His very weirdly styled. It's because they... It's trying to curl, and they tried to, like, smooth it down, like... I also like that um, Dean still, like, has his bracelet on. Yeah. He took off his bracelet. I miss that so much. They took away all his jewelry and stuff, and I I miss that. They should have let Dean have jewelry. I don't know. Like, like maybe maybe that's because that's my style when I'm, like, ma- my masculine style is very, like, have you ever seen Chris Helmsworth in an interview? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the deep V and a blazer and, like, a bunch of, like, he's got, like, <laughs> necklaces and bracelets and rings. I'm like, that's me. 
Yeah, they do get away a lot with like random rounds of questioning. Then just excuse me, I have to go to the vet. Like it's because he's pretty. He looks, he looks 45. He does. Yeah, he's supposed to be a teenager. He's supposed to be Sam's age. This is the one where the, he like lives in a van, right? Or is that the other one? There's one with like he Sam sees the oh, van. Oh, I know who. Yeah, no, it's not that. I think that's season two. Okay, so this is not the episode I was thinking of. <laughs> So I don't remember this episode at all. I love discovering when I don't know episodes. Yay! We're discovering that maybe you didn't watch season one, I think is what I we're discovering. I think I maybe sporadically watched season one. For some reason, no season one, like the back of my hands. As I said before, back then, you couldn't just watch a rerun on Netflix. Like, and I wasn't about to buy the first season DVD. So I probably missed quite a few episodes of season one. The hell is that thing? The lasers? This is the most high-tech <laughs> piece of technology I've seen from them. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Is it, is it supposed to be like a laser grid? What are we doing? You know what it reminds me of um, David Tennant, Doctor Who. This is my this is my time. We want me detector. It goes dang when there's stuff. That's what it reminds me. I'm so confused as to what he's supposed to be looking for. Never to see again because Jesus Christ, that's stupid. I say Escanaba. You're in Saginaw. That's nowhere near Escanaba. They clearly know Michigan. Obviously. I did say Escanaba, by the way. Also, this interior would be much closer to Escanaba feels. I was going to say, this is like a woodland theme going on here. Saginaw is going to be like any other city, guys. It's like when they go to East Lansing in another episode and it looks nothing like East Lansing. Yeah. I know. Saginaw is basically an offshoot of Detroit. Like, do the barest amount of research. Saginaw, Detroit, it's all. This is all UP decor we've got going on here. I'm really disturbed by the birch trees just in this room. I also like that we're just nitpicking the Michigan related things in this episode. (laughs) I mean. Why shouldn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Is that the brother-in-law? Yeah. Okay. He looks like someone I know. It's really throwing me off. Like in your personal life? Yeah, like someone I work with. He actually lives in Saginaw. (laughs) Oh, they're bolts. I'm like, what are we looking at? Is this the blooper where he can't get the window open? No. The funniest blooper in all of Supernatural. Yes. No. That latch just looked like it, so I was yeah curious. <laughs> oh, bro, don't put your head out like that. Why would you get under your window like this? Oh, my God. I mean, I don't feel like your window shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, also, your window I is mean, not a guillotine. Maybe crush your windpipe, but only if it's super forceful. Yeah. A, the window didn't look like it was falling that hard. Yeah. B, your window is not a guillotine. Yeah. That is what siblings are like when you're sick. If you throw up, don't do it in the car. I love Dean's reactions through all of these, because it's he's trying so hard to be normal, but you can see in his eyes the whole time that he is freaking the fuck out. Saginaw Manor. You can't just put something with the town name on it and expect it to be right. <laughs> I mean, if you want to really Michigan it up, you should have had some Fago Red Pop poking out of it. Yeah, come on. Get some Red Pop, some Superman ice cream. <laughs> some better made chips. <laughs> Burners. Let's go. <laughs> we can do a whole shopping trip for you guys. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's get your only product. <laughs> Ouch, don't shock me. <laughs> Sorry. My cat just came up and, like, rubbed up against me and shocked me. <laughs> well, that wasn't her fault. Well, she's being a little... She's trying to love you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we completely ignore the murder. Well, I'm just... God, I am not trying to not complain about how much this... I mean, I don't I was going to say this is not an apartment that I've ever seen, but I've also never lived in, like, Detroit, so. This isn't, I mean, this is far enough away to Detroit. It's that line where 
it's that weird line where we're like, here's the inner city and here's a bunch of rednecks out in the woods. Like, yeah. That weird microcosm that is Michigan. That's like our entire state. So he went in. He was like, we don't want them to see our fingerprints. So they're wiping off the banister. But then he goes inside the apartment. Nobody said Dean was smart. Yeah, they're both the stupid brother. <laughs> Forever and always. Oh, be more dramatic. Also, Dean, super deep denial. Our family's not cursed. The fuck it ain't. You dark god. I love Dean's witty comebacks. <laughs> he is just on point. What do you want? Not right now. Sorry, my cat's being very needy today. Oh, she wants love, Mom. She was literally suffocating me with her body this morning. Mm-hmm. So she's just being needy. This 35-year-old, 20-year-old. <laughs> He's one of those guys who, like, you knew he was going to go bald in high school. I feel like they've... <laughs> they're trying to make an already visible balding area not look bald. That's why his hair is so... Fluffy? Yeah. Or you could just have thin hair. As a thin-haired person, I get it. Why is he so funny? Look how shiny his face is. He is pretty... He is pretty shiny. I mean, this guy's doing a good job of, um, you know, acting like the kind of guy that I avoid talking to at all costs. (laughs) I don't know about you. Yeah, I would not... I would would walk the other way if I saw him on the street. Oh, God. What what does this hat say? What does this hat say? Elk something. I was doing the same thing. Oh, is it Elk Rapids? Oh, it is. You ever been to Elk Rapids? I don't think so, no. It's nice. It's cute. Listen, I actually haven't gone that many places in, in our home. I'm going to admit. You know what? We're, when it's safe to do so, <laughs> you know, in another year or so. In like a year and a half? Yeah. We're going to take like a little Michigan road trip, you and me. I'm all for it. Yeah. I've always wanted to like go like go see all the falls in Michigan. Like I've wanted to do that. Like uh That would be cool. I know a lot of cool places to go up north. So Oh, I know this really great place to get like these little cake bites. (gasps) Yeah. I've been I've been to Traverse City once and I've been to Ludington. Ludington's stupid. Traverse City's great. I've been to South Bend for work. This is our review of Michigan cities. I don't know if anybody... <laughs> We're not paying attention to the episode at this point. We're just talking about Michigan. I've been to Mackinac several times. Who hasn't been to Mackinac? I'm sorry. That was kind of itchy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's why he's sweaty. He's having issues with telekinesis. I mean, that'll make anybody sweaty, I guess. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I'm not a fan of the close-up of the knife next to the eyeball. I'm not a fan of the CGI knife. I'm sure for 2006 it looks great, but... Actually, what it looks most real is that close-up shot of her eye. We're not gonna not kill Max. (laughs) They have this argument a lot. Uh, We don't want to kill the monster of the week because it's an actual person. Yeah. Do you know what his gun makes me think of? With that pearl handle. It makes me think of Romeo and Juliet. It makes me think of... Whose gun was pearl handled like that? Was it Tybalt or... Tybalt, yes. All I could think of was uh, Moulin Rouge, because the actors in that movie. Oh, John Leguizamo. Thank you. Your brain did some interesting backflips through that whole story. I followed it, but I'm just saying. It did like backflips and didn't land on anything. <laughs> my brain could not connect the dots I was feverishly trying to connect. My pastor, my father, my father, my priest outside of his vestments was on Halloween when he dressed up um, in costume. What did he hear? Like a 70s hippie. <laughs> like it was the most Halloween city costume ever. Cool. Yeah, he brought he brought a gun to like a mind fight. <laughs> Is it just me or the acting really not great in this episode? 
this kid is doing a good job. I just don't like him. Like, I don't like the character, because, again, he's the guy that you avoid talking to at all costs. Because he's a weirdo. Because <laughs> he's a weirdo. <laughs> Listen, sometimes you just got to think about self-preservation and just, like, mm, not engage. You don't be mean, you just don't engage. <laughs> The head room like that, she's not getting up that easily. The, the, the bleed head. The head bleeds a lot. It does. I have that mug. Go back. I oh, have that mug that says Michigan. I, I, I don't know if I've seen yours, but I've seen that mug. I got it from Bronner's. I have that mug. Saginaw's <laughs> pretty close. Oh, that's just wigging me out. <laughs> yeah, no wonder you're fucked up, kid. Yeah. It's still surprising to me how early these seeds were planted, because all of this, I felt like there being multiple kids like Sam with the demon, I keep thinking is in season two. I mean, it's still not established that it's the, a demon thing, but yeah. Right. Like, I, But I didn't think any of this kicked off until season two. I think maybe because it, like, it really culminates, it manifests and culminates in season two. Yeah. And again, as we've established, you don't, you may not have seen all the season one. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is all true. <laughs> but it, uh, my, my statement remains. They really did try to make Sam the main character of Supernatural. They really did. And it just didn't work out. Probably because Jared's not a good enough actor to carry a show. Jared is a wonderful person, but he cannot, he's not on the same acting level. And yes, I will always call her Aunt Zelda. <laughs> she will always be Aunt Zelda. <laughs> he was like a full two feet taller than this kid. <laughs> I was about to say, why can't he just bust through those like balsa wood doors? It's because he puts a hutch in front of it. <laughs> and he's like, well, shit, that's not good. <laughs> He does look like a 45-year-old man. He's got really big nostrils, too. Ow. Yeah, because him holding a gun wasn't as scary as the gun floating. Right? That CGI gun. I know, that looks looks real bad. That's how bullets work. They'll go through two people. I like how long they linger on that shot as if we're supposed to believe that Dean died. (laughs) Well, I was just about to say, I don't remember him dying this early. (laughs) This early. They were really trying to make him like the main character. (laughs) They were trying to make Sam Harry Potter, but they were. We like we like this tall drink water over here. (laughs) This episode is maybe not as good as I remember it was. (laughs) I'm very empathetic, and I don't know if it's last one. Listen, literally, unless we give an episode of zero, there will be nothing as bad as the oh, last episode. We'll get to zero. <laughs> that was some real bad mouth acting. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't mean to laugh. But the, like, nose twitching. The, yeah. He, mm, Jared does that a lot. He does. How is that gauze sticking to her face? The blood is keeping it there? Oh, there's the tape. How are they going to get his gun back? Uh, magic. I don't know. I'm really bothered by the huge American flag on those police cars. I mean, the way it went after mom wasn't great, Sam. Listen. Look at you guys. You were like two steps away from having Max's childhood. You're essentially serial killers. I cannot stress that enough. I cannot. I cannot put enough emphasis on that. Wait, are those state cops? That is definitely not what state cop cars. That's supposed to be state. It is supposed to be state. I never even realized. That wasn't even the state crust. Michigan state police cars are bright ass blue. They sure are. And that was not the Michigan state uh, shield crest, whatever you want to call it. Our weird crest that has fucking deer on it yeah did you ever just try to draw that in elementary school we did have our state flag like how the fuck 
are we supposed to draw that? Yeah, we had to draw the state flag. What do you think this is? Texas? No, we can't. We're 12. What are we going to do? Fuck you. That's also why I know that the state bird is a robin. Yeah. I think the state flower is like a... Oh, it's like a cherry blossom? I thought it was a tulip. I thought it was either the apple blossom or the cherry blossom. Look it up. Look it up. (laughs) It's an apple blossom. You're right. Yes. I'm excited that I know some stuff. God, there's antlers. Right I'm there. really mad about this hotel room. <laughs> I have a lot to say about what Dean says in these last couple of scenes. <laughs> you know, as a whole, yeah. you have me. There is one scene, like, way in the future where he actually, it's one of the few times where he actually takes ownership of the fact that he raised Sam, and he does call himself Sam's mother. I think he says father and mother, but still. And Jensen, as always, can act everyone under the table. It's true. You're not wrong. Ah, that was... All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about it. You had some high... I did! My little... I was going to say high memories, but that's not what I meant. Because I do the predictive, my little predicting what I'm going to rate stuff just from, like, my memory. Yeah. And I gave them, I gave this episode some tens. And those, those were... Are you sure you were actually thinking of this episode? Welcome back to the version of the perfect argument that you craft in the shower by yourself. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We have uh, deliberated and come up with the fact that this episode was just very... Very medium. It was very mediocre. <laughs> very mediocre. All right. So for the ratings, I gave my overall was a six. Sarah's overall was a five. The monster of the week. Uh, I'm losing my place. Was this was that a seven? Uh, the supporting cast was a five. Writing was a six. Yeah. Uh, I was almost gonna change that. Cinematography. <laughs> Cinematography was kind of the only saving grace we felt of this episode, so that was a seven. Well, it was literally because we could see everything. We'll talk about it. The feels was a six, because, I mean, it was all right. It was there. Uh, And the main cast was a six. And again, completely carried by Jensen. I really want to talk about that, so we will. Uh, And that puts... Nightmare at 48 points out of a possible 80. And that puts it at number 10 out of 14 episodes that we've done. I think that's fair. It's not it's not great. It's it wasn't not, a great episode. It was under Dead in the Water, which I actually has the same amount of points as Dead in the Water is tied. So I guess uh, it's tied for ninth. I'm not mad at that. I think that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just, like, I'm just flabbergasted by how faulty my memory of this episode was. <laughs> I, uh... And it's weird, because I do, I, like, I remember it all. All of the story beats. I didn't remember the sweaty face as much, I guess. I don't... That gentleman... <laughs> I was gonna call him a kid, but we're not quite sure if he was a 45, kid. That 45-year-old man... He was very 22-year-old man. (laughs) Was a uh, glistening. I think the one we were rating it, I had a brain moment. Okay. Was like I think my overall problem. What? (laughs) You had a brain moment. I did have a brain moment because I couldn't think of the word that I want to use, and I still can't think of it. <laughs> I'm getting that. <laughs> we t- we're a mess today. This was well established at the start. Epiphany. Yes, thank you. <laughs> or a brain moment. Hashtag brain moment. Hashtag brain moment. Anyways, my thought was, I think the problem I have with this is I. A, I thought it was the episode, I think in season two, where Sam also meets somebody else with powers. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just, in my memory, a better episode. And I think this episode was trying to hit all of those same beats, but doesn't do it as well. Mm. I think you're correct. So I think that's Although the problem. I thought this was a good episode and I was wrong, so maybe we're both wrong. <laughs> we could be. And the other episode I'm thinking of could be really terrible. And like you, I'm just remembering some good moments. Or thinking I am. But I just think, like, I know there's a better episode with this same sort of story arc coming. Yeah. And I think... God. I think what I really... I think what really made me think of this as a good episode is because... It isn't because of the episode itself. It's because of what the episode is doing narratively, moving the the story of supernatural forward yeah because a lot of big things happen in this episode we get a continuation like we've been out for a while of sam not not using his psychic abilities at all Mm -hmm. what was the last episode that he even like they they talk about it but i think the last time wasn't it two episodes ago? No, it was four episodes ago and home. Because Asylum, they talk about it, but he doesn't actually do anything. Scarecrow is... Home's the one that I had the really cool shot. He, does, he doesn't actually do anything. And then Faith and Route 66 are both teen episodes. My point is, like, yeah. And, of course, we had that episode last week that stopped everything dead in its tracks. So... Well, and I think that's why I I don't know that I like it. It's because it's gone from zero to 100 in one episode. Like, Sam was having some weird dreams. We don't talk about it for a while. Now he's having daytime visions and can move things when he is highly stressed. Like, it's a lot to happen at once. Yeah, there wasn't really a, a gradual buildup of that. It was really just like, look what this kid can do. Maybe Sam can do the same. Oh, look, he can. It yeah. is, and I think we made the comment during the episode, it's very chosen one. And I don't yeah, it's really very, like yeah. that trope. Like, we've had too many, and again, this is because we're watching something from a while ago, which I think at that point, there weren't quite so many stories with this chosen one i would argue that this was peak chosen one time because we're in the thick of the harry potter franchise percy jackson is coming out oh i forgot about this time i can't remember but it was okay i thought it was a little bit later but neither here nor there i'll give you that and I just, and I'm just now in 2021, I'm tired of that character. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I'm having a little bit of trouble with this. Well, the other thing is, and I, I brought it up and I was talking about it while we were ranking everything, is that this episode really clearly outlined to me how much they were trying to make um, Sam the main character of Supernatural. And we have said before that we are very firmly in the idea that Dean is the main character of Supernatural. I know it sounds weird because they're obviously both the they're the only cast members of Supernatural, but they're both ostensibly the main character. But it does seem to fall more often to Dean that it's that this story is really told more from his perspective than any other, and. I think that this episode really, I think the feeling of this episode is thinking that Sam is the main character. Well, and on paper, that makes sense. You've got like two brothers. One of them has all these powers. Hmm. Sorry, I just had a Frozen 2 moment. All of a sudden, I'm Olaf. One is born with powers. One, powerless. Um, Wow. Do you know what I'm talking about? I did not watch Frozen 2 because I don't have children. There's a, uh, <laughs> to, be, um, to clarify, I have nieces. I don't have children. But on paper, it makes sense. You've got the, the quote-unquote main character of this brother with all these powers and this mysterious thing that happened in his birth and the supportive older brother who's there to... Support. Support. <laughs> support the, well, support the narrative. Support his narrative. Yeah. And it really kind of, yeah. And I... 
but you just don't account for Jared and Jensen. And then the fact that Jared does not have, is not on the same level acting-wise as Jensen. And he's just more, Mm. Jensen's just a more interesting, and I don't mean this shallowly, he's just more interesting to watch. (laughs) You don't mean it in my objectification? Yes, I don't mean in an objectifying way. No, you're right. And I said that, like, the last shot of this episode is of Dean's face. He's not doing anything. He's not saying anything. Sam's not even looking at him. But you can see this. You can see the weight of all that has happened on Dean's face. You can see his whole That he's worried, that he doesn't know what's going on, that he, you see that, because, like I said, when we were watching, he is trying so hard to keep everything together and, like, everything is normal. You can see that. But you can also see that it's an act, that it's very purposeful, because you can see in his eyes that he is full on freaking out. Yeah. So, yeah, from just a purely acting standpoint, he is he is more fascinating to watch. And from a character standpoint, I feel like he's more fascinating as well, because he does go through all this as like an outsider, but an outsider that's like from our perspective Yeah. of watching this stuff unfold like he knows all this stuff he knows all the supernatural stuff he has all of this all of these abilities and stuff like he's a capable hunter and everything but as far as like this narrative and this like what they're going through with sam he's more of our in even though sam's the one with the powers because he's the one that's watching it we're the one that's watching this happen yeah so there's more of a connection there. But yeah, it just like it just struck me that it's it really is this episode really does just outline the failure of trying to make Sam the main character. Well, and they just kind of missed the mark on some of it. Like one of the things I wrote down is like he you're supposed to what I think they wanted you to think is that Sam is a very caring person and just was trying to find a, a nonviolent solution and trying to connect with this kid. But what it came off to to me is just him being naive to a fault like there was a point in the conversation that was just sam and the max i think his name was and max where sam is trying to convince them okay we're we've connected let's let's figure out what to do now and at the point where you just knew the kid was lost Mm -hmm. and i just wrote down he's being naive to a fault and it was really bothering me like he's not a naive person because he knows, like, all the dangerous things that are out there. And I know we made fun of this, of, of Max being a 45-year-old man, <laughs> just by looks. But I think that actually, that exacerbates that idea that Max is so much older than Sam. Because Sam does, when he, whenever he's talking to Max, it does seem like a child talking to him. Yeah. That doesn't understand the world. And the other thing is that, and I kind of pointed this out when Sam had his stupid, and I'll I'll talk about that. Remind me to talk about that in a second, about Dean's reaction to what Sam says about John. Um, oh, yep. Yep. Um, when he says that about their dad, and like, oh, we could have been like Max, and I was just like, are you... It, have you looked in the mirror at your family? And No, you haven't, is the answer to that question, because what the like no (laughs) I think you and I saw the same thing on Dean's face when he said that I don't know and that's the thing I don't know maybe I should have given writing writing a maybe you're right maybe I should have given writing a worse score (laughs) because I don't know if it's a fault of his acting or if it's a fault failure of the writing because there are scenes in this season where Sam has more of the I don't want to say right idea about John and their upbringing and how it was, it was abusive. Yeah. In fact, neglect is abuse. And John absolutely 110% neglected his sons. Um, so it's like, okay, you're talking to this kid like, all right, maybe John didn't hit you. I don't believe that, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> It's not canon, so fine, let's go with that. He still wasn't a good father. He still neglected you. He still abused you. You are still not a healthy person. Well, and that builds on my him being too 
so naive. It yeah. was annoying because I forget what Max what Max asked him. It was something about like, do you have a good relationship with your dad or something? Mm. It was something, and he said yes. And I really thought, he was, yeah, I don't know if that was. There was a question where he answered completely opposite that I thought he would have. And I was like, are you really so blind to what your childhood was that you don't see the connections there? And I don't know. God, he. And I don't know if it was he didn't see it or he was trying to deny it to himself and then kind of realized that the conversation went on that, oh, yeah, we actually have more in common. But I was just, I can't, I, I wish I could remember what Mac, Max had said. But I was just like, what are you doing? Like. I have to go back and see. I, yeah, I don't know. And it was bothering me. Yeah. It was bothering me that he was acting that way because that's not, like, he, he isn't that way. Yeah, and that's not how he acts other times, especially when he has to, has some sort of conflict with his dad. And, and more often than not, and it's strange that it went, it, it does seem very different, his relationship with John in this episode than in any other episode, because I think if, anything like either he's trying to heal from the trauma of his childhood or he is just straight up becoming John because I think of the two boys even though Dean puts off all of this like external like I'm like my dad kind of posturing posturing is the word I'm looking for um on a personal level I think Sam is the most like John well, and I mean, even, it's like, even if we didn't fridge his girlfriend and all the parallels of their narratives, even without that, I think he would be the most like John. Yes. The other thing that bothered me about this conversation was at one point, Sam says, well, why didn't you just leave? And I have a problem with that for a couple of reasons. One, that is a question people always ask domestic abuse survivors. And the answer is like, you don't understand what that's like. But Sam should have had some idea. But Sam left. Like, that's why I think he asked that question. Because technically, Sam just up and left his situation to go to college. So he's like, I left. Even if he doesn't see it as a trauma situation or an abuse situation. He's just like, well, I left because I wanted to. I'm having, like, some headcans just flying off in my brain. Like, (laughs) I don't know if we want to go into them. But, like. Let's go into it, because, like, that just bothered me. But I was like, yeah, well, of course he would think, well, why did you just leave? I left when I didn't like my dad. Okay. My my head headcanon, when, when you said that, like, you know, the thing that abuse survivors very often, either because of mental blocks can't leave their, their mm-hmm. situation or because of physical and or financial blocks yeah. cannot leave their situations. Um it's a very serious issue and it should be taken yeah. seriously and you shouldn't just ask somebody, why don't you just leave? Exactly. Um, but, but to your point of, well, Sam did just leave. One of the reasons why you don't just leave a situation is because you're afraid of what the abuser will do. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen, Sam just left. John didn't do anything to Sam. Like he did just leave, but John is abusive, so where does his abuse go when Sam's not there? Yeah, to the Dean. That hurts my heart so much. And that... <laughs> so it's not even... God, it's not even... Because we've talked about this before, about how, like, Sam is Dean's, like, tether and his only, like, really lifeline as far as family, because John's just, like, not there. Um so not only did he lose that, but he probably got an increase of either an increase of John shutting down and shutting him out or like actual, like either verbal or physical abuse because of it. Speaking of Dean, cause this is exactly where my brain went was that look he gives Sam when Sam says something about our childhood could have been worse. I'm ready to talk about it now. <laughs> I just, and I, I want to let you go, but the only thing I, I thought was when he goes, he had the look on his face, and I literally thought he was going to say something of, like, well, you don't know everything. Like, the look on his face, I thought he was going to say something of, like, I don't agree with you. But then he goes, well, I never thought you'd say that. And I was like, that is not what your face is saying. That is the beauty of Jensen's acting, is that he can, like, give himself lines when he doesn't have lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. 
Um, okay, so that look, there was this whole meta about him saying that and how Dean doesn't, he says, he does, to your point, he does say, um, what does he say? I never thought I'd heard you hear you say that or he complimented about like yeah I never they say something nice about dad or something like that but here's the thing though Dean never verbally confirms that yes we were lucky to have he doesn't like you yeah. ever agree with the statements that Sam makes about being lucky that they had John yeah and he, and like you said his face definitely doesn't confirm it either yeah and it is, the, and it, it it hammers home this point. I wish I could remember all of this meta, but I can't. And it was very long and I read it kind of a while ago. Um, but it's, it was this thing about how there is some part of Dean that knows that they were raised completely wrong. And that kind of, that doesn't like, outwardly accept it but knows it and in that moment of seeing Sam kind of accept this is just like no we had exactly that yeah <laughs> like, like he knew it and he saw it and to further confirm that is the scene of them in the hotel room when they're talking about Sam's powers and he's having he's trying to play it off as just kind of silly and like he says bend this spoon yeah um He's clearly trying to play it off a little bit for his own benefit, for Sam's benefit, to just be like, let's just, I can't deal with this right now, let's just let it go kind of thing. Um, and what Dean says is, and that's the thing, is that the the conversation in the hotel room is a continuation of that conversation that Sam started at the car. Mm -hmm. And again, Dean not confirming that they're lucky to have dad, in the hotel rooms says that Sam's going to be different than Max. And Sam's immediate response, because this is a continuation of that story, is because of dad. And he says, no, because of me. Yeah. And it's, and I, I mentioned, I kind of offhandedly mentioned that, but it is a tiny bit of that, like confirmation of, of Dean taking ownership of raising Sam. Of like, he is, he is the reason that Sam does things. He's the, probably the person that made sure he got off to school and did all his shit because that was what he had to do um, to parent his brother. Well, and I was going to mention that I really hated how much, I almost said Jared, how much Sam was pushing him in that scene. Like, doesn't it bother you? Doesn't it bother you that I'm like this? And I was like, well, he's being so pushy. And I realized it was him, and just as talking right now, I realized it was him trying to get Dean to talk about his his real feelings about it. Mm. And Dean deflects with humor. Because mm. with some people, he'll just fly off the handle and let his emotions kind of take him over. But with others, he's like, I gotta think about, like, I gotta have all the details and I've gotta sit with it before I'm gonna let you know how I'm feeling about it. And so Dean wasn't letting him in. And it, I was having a problem with that thing because I was like, Sam, knock it off. Like, why are you being so pushy about it? I mean, Dean is very emotionally constipated. That's also true. <laughs> but um, I don't know. that. I don't know. So there's so, something in that that kind of reads, again, like less of like a brotherly relationship and more of a parent-child relationship. Right where he is trying to talk to his parent and be like, you know, like, why am I like this? Why, like, yeah, what almost a, like, do you still love me? Sort of like, yeah. yeah. which when you're a kid, like when you get in trouble, cause this has happened to me after I get in trouble, I'm like, but you still love me. Right. Yeah. And he's trying to get that. I, yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. I think it's that, cause that is the, and that's, the thing that they never sort out, and they won't, and it sucks. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. In all of 15 years, they touch on it and never actually resolve these issues. But um, they always have this 
Sam and Dean were always going to have this strange dynamic because Dean had to raise him. There are times when they act very much like brothers, and we've brought that up before, and it's cute and it's fun. Um, but there's also times where they act like parent-child, and that's where it really that's the part that really puts a strain on the relationship because I'm sure at one point that dynamic worked for the two of them because that's what Sam needed Dean to be. But now that Sam's older, I don't think he really, I don't know if he ever really examines that enough to really understand that, oh, he's like, oh, don't treat me like a kid. And he always has a, like that caveat of like your kid brother kind of thing. But it was like, no, he's not treating you like you're his kid brother. He's treating you like he's you're his child. Well, and you and when you're growing up, you have that fight with your parents. Like, yeah. I'm not a kid anymore. I, I think it's a little more toxic on their end because I think consciously for both of them, they're like, oh, this is my brother. When really the inner workings of what's going on between them, that's not what's happening. It's not a brother relationship it's a parent-child relationship and that causes tension because they're not understanding that i don't know how we got off of this but i don't either i i don't really have anything else to talk about because this so was a mediocre fucking episode i literally i think we just talked about how they were wrong about what michigan is the whole time that was fun i liked that i like the i like the coffee cup that you also have literally i could i could go get it and show you it it actually made me feel weird to see the cup that I have on the TV screen. I mean, props to the prop department. <laughs> I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you have music to talk about? Or anything else you want to talk about? Um, we could talk about women, the one woman that was in this. Aunt Zelda? She was all right. I don't really have anything to say. I don't, I don't know if we said this. I don't know if we said this on camera, but, like, her acting was eh. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't really given anything to do, either. She cried a lot. Should I bump down the writing? The more that we talk about it, the more I'm just like, man, this was not well written. This is definitely an episode where I can't tell if it's the writing or the acting. Mm. Like, they were both mediocre. Everything was mediocre. I mean, Sarah Gamble wrote this. What could you expect? I don't have a personal uh, bias against her whatsoever. So salty about Sarah Gamble. And it's not even regarding Supernatural. (laughs) I can't wait until we get to, like, season seven. Is she the showrunner, then? Season six and seven, I believe, of the Sarah Gamble years. Six, Six, I don't think, is so bad. Seven is when she got rid of Cass, and that was a mistake. She makes a lot of mistakes. When she's a showrunner. Mm. Just, I'm always going to say this, never watch The Magician. And then we got The Magic that was season eight. Yeah, because she went on to The Magicians and just ruined everybody's life over there. (sighs) So salty. So salty. I love it. I'm so mad. This episode, look, I seriously, I wrote nothing for notes because this episode was just such a nothing episode. Like, really? Like, at least last week's episode, we could just be like, ugh, this was bad, and we hate that this happened to us. So, you know those things that you watch where you weren't watching them. They happened to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what last week was. But this one is just like, everything was okay. Well, and it's like, excuse me, other than the... I don't even want to talk about the music. Well, other than the ratcheting up of Sam's abilities, like, there wasn't a lot to serve the overarching plot. There wasn't a lot to serve in the advancement or changing of their relationship. Like, Mm. it didn't really do anything. When we were writing things, I kind of wanted to give the monster of the week. Because the monster of the week isn't, it's the It's not a monster, it's a person. Yeah, I just call it the monster of the week, because what else? No, I know, but I think this makes it a little bit more complicated, yeah, but I like the idea is there and it is it is setting up that it isn't just Sam. It's so interesting that it's and I think that is that is why I'm like, oh, this is a good episode, because, you know, like I said, when you say these things like, all right, this is Sam's powers ratcheting up. Um, we're 
doing this whole thing where Sam is questioning himself and Dean is questioning that, but he's not letting Sam know. Like that all sounds very interesting. We're finding out that there's another psychic kid um, that Sam isn't alone in this, that it's this pattern and we don't know how many kids are out there. Like this all sounds very interesting and very compelling, but then we're, we're actually sitting down and watching it. It's just kind of like, meh. Well, and do you think maybe it has to do with the fact that we already know all this? I, I was literally, literally about to say that. I, was, I wonder if it because we know what's going to happen. You're the same. <laughs> to, we are both running on fumes, so together we make a single brain. Um, oh, honey, not even a whole single brain. <laughs> but but I, was, I was literally going to say, I wonder if it's because we know what's going to happen and... We, and if we could like time travel back to 2006, I bet we would have a lot different feelings because, you know, we didn't know what was going to happen. Like we, this was a surprise, but now that we like, we know how it's all going to pan out. And I mean, by the end of it. And then you said that too, because I I said something about, because Sam has that vision of Dean dying. And I, I mentioned like, oh, you're lingering on dead Dean a long time to try and fake the audience out that maybe he did die. And then you said, I didn't think he died this early. Maybe it is coloring because we're like, ah, Dean died. It kind of becomes like, ah, Dean dies again kind of thing. And we're just too used to it. Whereas something like that imagery the first time around would be very shocking to be like, oh, yes. Like, I'm sure the first, like when it first aired, if if we watched it then, we would absolutely be shocked because I'm pretty sure that was. No, they go straight back to him. So I bet it wasn't a commercial break. No, I don't think they would have made that a commercial break. But they, like I said, they do linger on it. They linger on that shot for a long time yeah. to make it seem like, oh, did they just shoot him? <laughs> like, Yeah, so this is definitely a thing where there's going to be parts, I think, in this whole series where, like, the first time around, it's very shocking. Yeah. But in doing a retrospect like this, you're like, yeah, whatever. Dean dies, like, six more times <laughs> and comes back to life. Six is low, huh? I I I'm just trying to make a point. Okay. <laughs> Don't come for me. I like that I'm like, well, six, that's not enough. In my knowledge, because I haven't seen half the series. Um, I only mentioned it. It's kind it's only because there was that one episode where Dean like Groundhog Day died a million times. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. If you cut that out, then you're right. <laughs> yeah, does that really count? <laughs> I don't know. We count it because it's fun. It's fun until it's not anymore. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, this is... Well, that's the thing is that like some of these episodes, like like we said, we really liked Faith even and it was touching on things that we knew were going to happen and be things later on in the in the series. I know there's one episode, I can't remember if it's in season two or season three, that on its own, when you first, the first watch through was a very meh episode and retroactively became a very like, oh my God episode (laughs) because of things that happened later. So maybe this is what, like, there's something to say for rewatchability of episodes, but this is definitely not. It's not one of them. It ain't it. It ain't it. It is this. <laughs> like <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. Yeah, and they. I don't want to. The music is kind of a. There is music, but it's kind of a non-issue. I was like, is there even music? <laughs> Netflix original. It doesn't really matter. Fair oh, enough. One of this. One of the. Uh, oh no, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was like, oh, is one of the songs reference Michigan? No, that's just in my notes. That's Michigan. I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing left to give you, Sarah. <laughs> that is totally fine. Yeah. So the women the women were nothing. The songs were nothing. This episode was just nah, nothing. And we and we tried to bring it back to Dean and his trauma, even though it's a very Sam-centric episode. I think that's going to be a running theme. <laughs> and I like, I like that about us. I do. 
Y'all, we are struggling, so I think we might be done. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, I, I wrote an intro, and I wrote the mid-tro. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to start calling it that, the mid-tro. Um, I did not write an outro. So I guess just thanks for listening. Thanks Check for- us out on Tumblr. Email. Tumblr. Email. We want to talk with you guys, Whatever all three want. of you who are listening to us. <laughs> Do whatever you want. We'll be here same time, same place. Will we? I don't know. Time is an uh, illusion. Irrelevant. Yeah. Just re- remember that time is an illusion. It is. On that note. On that note. Say bye, Sarah. Goodbye, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>